Off the Ball on News Talk. Thanks to Air. Catch all the sports you love free on the Air Sport Pack with Air Broadband. So this weekend, the New York Giants will take the field. The 2-9 and nine New York Giants will take the field against the Raiders and Eli Manning will not be their quarterback. Geno Smith uh, will start the game and it's the first time in a long time that uh, Eli hasn't been the uh, starting quarterback for the New York Giants. He's a two-time Super Bowl winner and when he took the news, he took it in a very emotional way. Have a quick listen. Uh, Coach Mack uh, you know, called me and told me, um, you know what? Uh, we're gonna start splitting some time, and and uh, you know now we're uh, you know just kind of thought it's best is give uh, give Gino the start, and and uh, you know I'll back him up. I'll be a good teammate. You know I don't like it, but uh, it's part of football. You handle it, and uh, I do do my job. Does this move make any sense to you? You know, hey, um, I don't have to make sense of it. That's uh, this is what it is, and like I said. Uh, yeah, you gotta deal with it. Did you see this coming at all? No, I mean I didn't know I didn't know uh, what was gonna what was gonna occur. I mean, hey, we're we're two and nine, kind of uncharted territory, so uh, you, didn't, you don't don't know what to expect when you're in that situation. How hard is this hitting you emotionally? That's hard. It's been a hard uh, hard you know hard day to handle this, but uh, you know hang in there and figure it out. Hardest hardest things you've done? Uh, it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you might have started your last game for the Giants? I don't know. You know I, I, I don't know. I'll uh, take it one, one week at a time. The audio doesn't quite do it justice, but he was definitely holding back the tears. Mina Kimes of ESPN is on the line. Mina, you tweeted out a, a link to a Michael Lewis piece from 13 years ago when Eli Manning was a rookie and just coming into the league, and it was a really great piece. I didn't know half the stuff that was in it. Um, it's been a career that actually probably didn't get a lot of the credit that it deserved as it went along and now that it's nearing its end a lot of people are saying that he was overrated in the first place what's your take well I think you know it's it's interesting there's been talk of whether or not Eli will make it to the Hall of Fame and I think he will on the strength of his two Super Bowls but if you look at his statistics and what he's actually accomplished over the course of his career beyond that he shouldn't really qualify for the Hall he's been a good quarterback at times a great quarterback, but by and large, he's really not been at the elite level. And, and that definitely seems to be um, like he, he has this difficulty in his life that he's always going to be compared to his brother and his father. And his brother absolutely is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And uh, and yet Eli has two rings and Peyton has two rings. So maybe he's going to be OK with that that portion of his life that there's a debate about whether or not he gets in. Yeah, and it's, when we talk about quarterbacks, uh, there's kind of a joke amongst football analysts where we, we call it QB wins, right? Which is like saying wins as a metric, using wins as a metric of quarterback success is really quite uh, simplistic because, you know, it's really the whole team. But we so often do that. And it's really not um, a holistic way to evaluate quarterback play. Just, Just what is his standing in American sports culture because at, at, at times it feels like he was a bit of a punchline and yet he is a two-time Super Bowl champ. He, I mean, 
I think part of the reason he's so admired and regarded is because he beat Brady twice, which puts him in uh, rarefied air. And again, listen to my language. I'm saying he beat Brady twice. Really, obviously, it's the team. And they had a good defense in those years where they won the Super Bowl. And there's been a lot of bad years. In 2014, he rebounded a little bit, probably 2015. And then over the last couple of years in this season has really fallen below average. So the, the thing is, you know, it's not that crazy to bench him now. I think it's more that the way the Giants did it that took people by surprise. Yeah, just explain that to people. Um, so this is uh, Ben McAdoo is the head coach and apparently Eli lobbied to get him the job because he'd been his uh, offensive coordinator who kind of helped with that rebound that you spoke about. And now it seems like he's turned around and stabbed him in the back. <laughs> yeah, well, I, it's kind of unclear who the directives are coming from. It's um, the Giants are doing a little bit of, uh, you know, well, it was a group decision, which usually means it was somebody's decision. Nobody really knows who. But, um, you know, it, what's crazy about this, it, it, so they're two and nine, right? And so really what's happening is they're, they want to lose. They want to tank. But American sports teams, you know, you can never admit that publicly. So I think that's part of the dilemma here. The other issue is that, um, you know, they're using, well, we want to see what we have with these young quarterbacks, but people know what they have with Geno Smith. I think if the Giants' uh, backup was a more, you know, exciting prospect, someone who had been drafted recently and hadn't been seen, there'd be kind of a view that there'd be more upside there. So with this decision, I think there's no, you know, for football fans, it's just kind of disappointing all around. Yeah, yes. that, that it's the the classlessness with which the whole thing was handled and his stoic and yet clearly on the verge of tears performance in the locker room afterwards has meant that everybody is on his side despite the fact that he's he's really been bad this season. Yeah, I think like in, in Kansas City right now, a lot of people are calling to bench Alex Smith in favor of the rookie, Pat Mahomes, who kind of lit it up in preseason and was a first-round draft pick. If there was a Pat Mahomes in New York... I guarantee you we wouldn't see this kind of reaction. It's as much about sort of the optionality as it is about Eli Manning himself. Yeah. And and is there a chance that... Uh, so he's got a no-trade clause in his contract, but um, I saw somebody say that he should have, when he was being uh, benched, he should have insisted that he was released and could have gone on the waiver wire. And who knows, there would have been several teams who might be competitive this season that he could have gone to. He, he seems to have been quite shocked and taken aback and, and didn't actually force a move at this point so he's he's going to be on the books more than likely now for the rest of the season and that's the end of his relationship with the Giants is there is it the end of football for him or does somebody think actually I can rehabilitate and get something from the, the final few summers of his career well I think there are definitely teams out there who would want him as far as whether it's the end of his career that's going to be up to him you know it, it's entirely possible that he'll retire after this season but there are a lot of quarterback-starved teams out there right now um, who will, and there and there's sort of a supply-demand issue going into the offseason with teams who need quarterbacks versus quarterbacks in the market, especially now that the Niners have Jimmy Garoppolo under lock and key. So I think Arizona, Denver, Jacksonville are all teams that could potentially make a move for him. Um, but you're right to point out, you know, they could have traded him for the deadline. I think that's the whole issue with this. It doesn't feel coordinated. It doesn't seem like the team at least paid him the respect to sort of trying to figure out 
a good solution for both sides before this happens. In terms of the tanking, obviously at two and nine, there's themselves, the Niners and the Browns. It looks like the Browns are probably going to get the number one pick and then it's a, a shootout between the Niners and the Giants. You'd probably say that the Niners now at Garoppolo might have a chance of picking up a win before the end of the season. Uh, no one really thinks that Gino's going to be able to... Um, to drive this Giants team forward. So in the next draft, is there this hope that somehow they are going to find the quarterback of the future? I think they're definitely going to take a quarterback. I mean, so after Geno, they're going to go to uh, Davis Webb, who was a third round draft pick who nobody's really knows anything about. Um, it seems very likely to me that the Giants will go after one of the quarterbacks in the draft, a Josh Rosen or a Josh Allen, or maybe even a Lamar Jackson you know, and, and what I thought going into this, I, I, I even before this whole Eli news happened, I thought they would hold on to him, bring in a quarterback, let the quarterback redshirt a year behind Eli, you know, learn behind the Super Bowl, and then kind of send him off. So I think this has all been disrupted. I still believe, however, they're going to draft, they're likely to draft a quarterback given their position. Yeah. When you put that together with how Tom Coughlin was effectively sacked at the end of his brilliant Giants career, you get the sense that maybe it's a bit of a dysfunctional organization. Yeah, it's very surprising to me, to be honest, that Jerry Reese, the general manager, has survived this long. And, and a lot of it is honestly much like Eli on the strength of those Super Bowls, the first Super Bowl team he basically inherited, he didn't construct. But he has not had very successful drafts over the last few years. They've had very few homegrown pro bowlers. They've made a lot of mistakes constructing the roster in its current iteration, which is a big reason why Eli has been so bad, the lack of a running game and offensive line. So you have to look at him and I think demand some accountability soon. Okay, so you, you probably don't feel like it sounds like Eli has actually done just from a playing perspective that in the right situation with a decent line and some weapons around him, he could actually still be functional. So I would lean that way. You know, I've watched a few of the Giants games this year, and it, it is a chicken and egg thing, as it so often is with the quarterback position. It's difficult to tell how much do you blame Eli versus how much do you blame the utter deficit of weapons and protection around him. He still sometimes makes uh, pretty, you know, good, precise throws. I don't think his arm strength is waned terribly. He just needs to be in the right offense. Actually, I think Arizona and Arians, he's more of an Arians-style quarterback, likes to go deep. Eli's not afraid to do that. I could see that working out. This was a defense that at the Giants that people had a lot of regard for coming into the season. And obviously, uh, Beckham Jr. went out injured very early on. And so from an offensive perspective, they didn't really have the one single clearly world-class talent that they had on the roster to maybe get the defense or keep the defense off the field. And so are they miles and miles and miles away from a recovery? Or is this like, give us a good quarterback, add a couple of offensive linemen and away you go? I think due to the aforementioned bad draft, um, it's definitely not a plug-and-play situation. Their defense improved a great deal last season because they bought it. They went out and spent a ton of money in free agency, which is never, usually not the right way to build a team. Um, and they regressed a lot this season, and some of that was health. They have a few young players. Obviously, Landon Collins has gotten a lot of attract, uh, attention for his play. But, you know, some of these players are going to have to come off the books at some point and it doesn't look like a very well-built organization. All right, Mina, great stuff. Thanks a million for joining us. No problem. Take care, guys. Off the Ball on News Talk. Thanks to AIR. Catch all the sports you love free on the AIR Sport Pack with AIR Broadband.